what Nip was known for. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, last moments were in front of this was the Marathon store, right? He was big on having a brick and mortar to where now they're actually producing the second store, right? And in a world of it being so digital, e-commerce and all these Shopify stores taking over the world, ads everywhere, they are still concentrating on brick and mortar. And so why is that? That's a lesson from bro, from hustle. Uh, just really lacing me and, and explaining it really to the whole team, just the importance and his vision as far as like having a place um, that you can come touch and feel, that you have to come experience. Um, like he, he, he was saying retail, you know, you, you got to own the retail and you got to be able to, you know, make it special and, and, and build it out. Like he would tell us the, his, uh, you know, his version of the San Rio, mm. like the marathon store. Like if you want to come tap in with anything that he's doing, marathon products, clothing, the only place you can get it from is the actual brick and mortar store. When I say we own it, it's in the kids, it's in, it's in Hustle Kids um, names. Um, you know, and they trust funds. So when they get older, um, you know, this is something that they father worked for and that they own. Now, there's, there's a few things, but I want to go over one thing for sure is the experience. Um, there, especially when it comes to the clothing, after, after his death, I believe probably anybody and everybody was trying to get their hands, probably big retail stores of just getting the marathon clothing as far as just in stock in a, on a capsule somewhere. Like there was a lot of people that supported it and they just stayed true to what the vision was of no if you're going to experience the marathon brand and you're going to get the clothing or even anything of purchasing of the music it has to come from the source right and this this is really important and, and if we can do a physical situation right more power, like, please do, right? Because then it'll probably what Moose will may talk about as far as the passing down uh, of assets that is going to be very needed. But the creating a space or creating experience that can only be in a certain location that you control, that your brand, your company controls, and no outside situation has any kind of influence on it is very powerful and it builds that safe and, and trusted place for your audience that they know what to expect that they know that this truly represents the brand and the culture where though we can look at it from a money side and of course they could make probably a lot more money by wholesaling and, and everything to that extent and licensing their their name to to other people. 
but there is a you actually can charge higher if you control it all because no one else has access to it right no one else can can be able to resale it resell it right no one else can be able to provide the original copies of of maybe the the music they've came out with vinyls uh whether it was the gold edition whether it's the uh proud to pay editions uh certain different collections with the clothes like I'm I'm wearing one and as we're building out our own brands there does need to be that flagship situation it could be an app for those people who are digital it could be um you know a certain membership website it could be even even from a free standpoint it could be a discord server whatever you want to do there still has to be a flagship that it is they could only get this product here this information here this service over here and they can't get it anywhere else that you can control the experience so we we look at the marathon uh clothing store that was a smart store that is where you can go in use your phone scan a tag and it creates a digital experience right on your phone you get to see exclusive videos hear exclusive songs uh you know see things and hear things that maybe not the e-commerce people get to experience and that's another thing of how do you make the physical location different than the digital experience that's a whole nother topic we could talk about that is very crucial in order to still bring traffic because there are a lot of brick and mortar places that are closing down or have closed down because of e-commerce and because of our digital world that we're in people are not focusing on how do we make it different I can go to Amazon and buy it and it's in my house in 2 days. You're telling me I order it and it's taking me 2 weeks. I'm not for it. So what is what is going to be the difference between the physical? What is going to be the difference between the digital? And that's I'm not just talking about clothing. I I'm talking about just anything that we have in our brand. What is the difference between the physical experience of it? Events, right? and the digital experience courses virtual events right so that right there was and i'm only going to talk about that part of the importance of the experience and the importance of still having some type of flagship when it comes to our brand because people want to champion and want to say yo i went here i went to what the brand has as a mecca right do you have your your mecca do you have and we'll get into other things like flags and things like that but what is your mecca what is what is your flagship situation not location but what is your flagship situation i think that was the biggest lesson that i hope everybody grab from that particular part from my end at least yeah yeah no that's that's so good and and you know just to add to it you know i wrote here as you were talking vision sets the standard early and 
you know, when, when you really just dive deep into the, the mentality of Nip, that store and what he ended up doing in that entire shopping center, it wasn't just about the business or the brand. It was also his approach of wanting to take care of his people, as he mentioned, you know, making healthy options or healthy food accessible to people, you know, in that neighborhood. So it, it, it even goes beyond that because I noticed that the idea of wanting to be digital or taking advantage of digital has made people not see the full value of what it is to have a physical location or a physical hub or a physical experience altogether when it comes to your business. You know, you mentioned companies like Amazon or drop shipping who typically take care of the merchandise size side of a digital brand or a digital business, but they to some somewhere somewhere they have a physical location. And so I've always talked about vertical integration, which quite honestly was a lesson that I learned from Nip in wanting to bring all of those distributions or all of those different sectors into his business. And we'll, we'll kind of expand on that when we talk about the team a little bit more. But that's that same construct. If I can put opportunities inside of my own ecosystem, that's less stuff that I have to do. Last thing I want to say is I really do believe that physical locations and physical hubs help to accelerate the growth of a brand because it gives you a space where people can come and build culture together, right? You're, you're, you're expanding a vision. You're touching the same ideas regularly and consistently together. And so I'm not saying that this is the idea for everyone or this is the, the thought perspective that everyone has as it relates to physical locations because for a while, what I've started to sense is that people in business look at, especially those who want to utilize and leverage social media and, and the digital space, they looked at these physical locations or physical assets of any kind, a storefront, a warehouse, whatever it may be, as a crutch or as an inconvenience. But in reality, that is a huge advantage that you can bring into what you're doing especially if leveraged correctly, and even more so importantly, if you can create that space for people to come and work at. You know, like you hear this conversation about uh, big CEOs telling, uh, you know, members to go back to the office, uh, no more work for home, like that whole fight. Um, literally, it goes back to that. Can I create the space for people where I know when they enter this space, they, they're almost infected by the culture. They're infected by the brand and the things that we've built for them or what we're trying to accomplish here versus at home. Not to say that it's, going, it's, it's not more comfortable for maybe them to work from home, but you're just not infected by the energy. You know, like that's something you can't replicate through a digital uh, screen on a daily basis, especially when the, those phases of a project where it can feel a little bit mundane. So I, I, I do have to credit that and say that move in general is probably one of the bigger reasons, which again, is, it's also a blessing and a curse because as you started by saying that, that helped to really put a, a unique territory or mark the territory for the brand. But simultaneously, unfortunately, that's where his passing happened as well. So it's a, a blessing and a curse when you look at it in, in that light, but um, a, very, a very powerful move nonetheless when you look at it in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> 